This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It's Anthony and Jacqueline, and we're back to talk more NXT on the USA uh, Network and, of course, the Peacock. Uh, Jacqueline, before we get uh, going on this, I this is something we probably should have talked about off-air or whatever, but it is related to wrestling, so I'm just going to leave it in the podcast but great i love surprises <laughs> we were sort of nothing makes a show better uh we were sort of talking about last week uh it's a bit of a disappointing show um mm-hmm. i feel like this week was better than last week um but still disappointing yes a little yeah um and then it really hit me because we were sort of talking about you know what would be fun maybe we'll go back and watch one of those old takeovers uh, th- that that's would, a lot. That's a big time investment. <laughs> it is, but it might be. It might be. It might be fun, especially if the show gets really annoying. So I thought I would at least go out of my way to like skim through some old ones and pick out one mm-hmm. that I thought would be really fun, just in case uh, we ever hit like that bottom of the barrel level again, where we're like, let's okay. just watch something old. And I'm like, okay, sweet. And I thought I had something all set aside. And then I don't know what it was. I thought in the back of my mind, maybe I should go check on Peacock just to be sure. Like in like yeah. there's a part of me that's like everything should be there. But I'm like, let me let me just check anyway, because I've heard so many stories about how bad the library is on Peacock. Is it? Okay. It's bad. I went and I looked. Uh, They do not have any takeovers on there before the NXT TakeOver Portland, which was the last show that they did with a crowd before the pandemic. None of of the takeovers are on there except for the very most recent. Um, Except for uh, early 2020. Um, Hmm. Nothing prior to 2020 is on there right now. Well, there's the answer. Yeah, so that's not happening anytime soon. Uh, Maybe maybe everybody should just go restart their WWE Network subscription and get a VPN and then just watch the the UK WWE Network where everything still exists. Um, Maybe. 
those lucky, lucky people. I don't know what's going on with the Peacock thing, but they are missing just mm. boatloads of stuff. Like maybe a, they haven't transferred their whole library yet. Like maybe they're no, they haven't. But waiting. it's weird the things that are excluded. Like I thought for mm. sure the the recent stuff. Like oh NXT, like that's a thing they're still doing. Surely that they would like you know old WCW, old ECW. Um, we should watch old ECW. Oh, I don't know why. I've we, just never seen it. We should. Um, I have actually, I have the perfect show. If look, if things get, if things get dire, uh, I know the perfect ECW show to watch. All Uh, right. We have a plan. And that'll be, that'll be quite the break from NXT. (laughs) I'm actually very excited (laughs) to, you're uh, like, I hope this happens. (laughs) Yeah. I've never rooted for, I've never rooted for a show that we watch to get worse. Uh, (laughs) but if it means, getting to watch the ECW show that I have in mind, knowing that you've watched it too, and that we will then come together and talk about it makes me very happy. So I'm really hoping the show gets worse from here on out. Okay. I'm um, excited because I'll probably be really lost asking my husband who all these people are and what's happening. So <laughs> Some people, some people, <laughs> I'm trying to think, no, maybe everybody on that show, you'd be like, I don't know who any of these people are. Love it. Love it. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I love asking questions during sporting events. And everyone <laughs> and everyone loves that I do it. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> I'm sure. And like I'll the, get like the Super Bowl. I'm like, who's that guy? <laughs> and I will get the best end of all of that, which will be yeah. the you that's come out on the other end who've already asked all of the questions. Yeah. Oh um, no, don't worry, I'll save some. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, okay, you ready to dive into NXT episode six oh seven? Um, yes. Okay. So we have a new opening. Yes, we do. This is from Poppy. Yeah, sounded like it. Yeah. Um I don't hate it. It's yeah. just new, right? It's just but mm-hmm. uh I was really like kinda like a at a huh moment. Yeah. Um because Walter's pretty prominent in it. He and I was is. like, all right. What are you doing here, Walter? Mm-hmm. This is not the <laughs> UK show. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Walter's going to hang out for a little bit. I don't know. But he's around. The graphics package has also changed a little bit as well. They've gotten better. They they look nice, but Mm -hmm. they look too nice for the place that they're at. Like You want them like grittier? Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe a little grungier looking or a little like more garagey or something maybe a little less fancy like the graphics are so fancy and then we go to this very small building with very few people in it and it feels like um you know like the indie wrestling promotion that happens to know a guy who does like who works for like ilm or something (laughs) Yeah. yeah like oh he's doing all of our graphics and it just looks weird because it doesn't fit with the those are like the graphics of a company with nope. tens of thousands of people in attendance every week. Not ten, not tens of people. <laughs> um, it is what it is. But yeah, they're slick looking. They look nice. They are. They got to have something. Mm-hmm. All right. So episode starts and Kyle comes out, Kyle O'Reilly, and uh, he is upgraded from his denim vest to a denim jacket, as yeah. every good Canadian does. Yes. Um, I still hate his entrance music. I still think it needs to be ska music. It fit so much better with the mohawk and everything. <laughs> it yes. just does. Um, Vic Joseph finally mentioning 
Bobby Fish's name. Like, we haven't heard about him in forever. This is what we've been saying. Where the hell is this guy? What is he going to think when he comes back? People have been wondering uh, about Bobby Fish. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's no update. That's no all update. he said. And then the, no update. I hope he's okay. Like, I really do. He yeah. probably should just stay out for a little while. Mm-hmm. Like. Agreed. Um, Kyle says he's ready to move on from Adam Cole. Um. He's ready. Um, he says something about how he's ready to be a killer. So I'm thinking, like, Killer Cross. What is this happening? Yes. Um, he said something about the North American title as the workhorse title. Yes. Um, but he he had time, and he's ready to take on Cross, so I wasn't far off. Um, then Cameron Grimes comes out to interrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very odd. Um, he's very big into uh, betting, I guess. He's trying to align himself with with Kyle O'Reilly. Yes. Um, really wants to wants merchandising efforts. Yeah, he, he wants to call him N- Cool Kyle. Yes. Yeah. He uh, talks about NFTs, which I just learned what those are, <laughs> and like, oh my, I still don't fully understand it. Um, Kyle is cleared to compete because apparently he hasn't been. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um. And then he and uh, Grimes are going to have a match tonight, and that's how it ends. Um, I thought they had a very good back and forth, though. Like, I wanted to hear more of him talking and interacting with each other because it was funny. Yeah, Kyle (laughs) uh, felt to me like he was just being himself out there, which is a little quirky. Good. I love it. Yeah, he's not... I mean, I feel like that can work in somebody's favor. I feel like it can work against them, too. Like, no, you have to embrace it. Like, yeah, if you're mm-hmm. quirky, you gotta embrace the awkward. Yeah, and like steer into it. If yeah. you try to, if you try to cover it up, that's when it gets weird. Yeah, like when I think he references Dumb and Dumber when he says, "I like it a lot." Um, yeah, and I'm like, was that a Dumb and Dumber reference? Uh, he did. He likes. Uh, what he, likes. he did. Yeah. Hey, I do not begrudge the man. Uh, when Cameron Grimes comes out. Uh, yeah, he does talk about NFTs, and yeah, I mean, we don't have time to get into it. I don't know. I don't know what it is fully, but it's going to take us on like a three-hour rant of something. So it's, no, it's um, it's amazingly dumb. And someday I hope uh, that you get to learn just how dumb they are. Uh, but it's a real thing, and WWE is also getting in on the NFT game as well. Officially, of course they are. Uh, Why are they making Grimes, though, into, like, the pop culture mogul? Like, that's where I'm confused about Yeah, well, I feel like, like, I feel like, the, I feel like the story is that he legitimately made a lot of money doing that, doing the GameStop uh, stocks thing uh, mm-hmm. that happened a few months ago, where a bunch of people just decided to start buying the stock and the stock mm-hmm. price exploded yeah. and then a bunch of people sold it and they got really, really rich off of it. Apparently he himself made a lot of money off of it. And people thought that was so funny that they just turned it into his character. Um, yeah. So you've got Kyle O'Reilly out here talking about stonks and uh, which of course is the meme word for stock. Um, and he mentions, Whatever. he mentions dog, the, the doggy coin, uh, which is a, Nope, nope, nope. You're getting too into this. We got to keep it high level. Keep it high level. He's talking about cryptocurrency. High level. I'm doing my my best to stay on track here. Nope, nope. You're getting too in the weeds. This was so... But this promo, though, that's what it felt like to me. It was a little like, what are we doing here? Like, they were sort of stretching it out for a while. And 
Um, they were. It was a long. I, it was a long way of getting to Kyle is going to fight Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Yes. Um, next, we see Saray, and she is adorable. Mm-hmm. And Zoe Stark wants to compete against her, and Saray just says, "Okay." Yep. Um, and I think that's an, a bit of an odd first match, but all right. So that's what we're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get our favorite L.A. Knight uh, calling out Dexter Loomis. Yeah. So that's a thing, and now we get that match. We sure did. Um. And I will say, I still, so I'm so, I don't understand what's happening with character and stuff. Like, Loomis, I think, should probably be a bad guy. Yeah. Maybe, but, like, he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, And, yeah, but Knight is, ever, like, I want to hit him, so, like, okay, I get it. Like, he's definitely the bad guy, but I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Not an overly exciting match early on. No. Um. Knight gets a pretty cool shoulder tackle, um, and he, then uh, he gets tossed pretty incredibly high in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know it's fine. Um, Loomis gets some his bulldog suplexes, a bouncing suplex. Um, you try. Knight to- puts. Trying what? really hard to cover this match that had like nothing going on for it. Yeah, I'm like, uh, then there's like Indy's out and she's on the plexiglass and it's like weird. <laughs> Indy tripped and yeah, fell. Yeah, she did. I felt really bad. She's so yeah. she's so funny. Um, but Knight Abel uses the Knight uses the distraction to his advantage. Yes. Um, and uh, Knight gets Loomis with a DDT and wins, and it's just like. It was good. Yeah, they they it got did. weird and then not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. They they did their things in the ring okay. Uh, yeah. They did a distraction ending, which I guess protects Dexter Loomis. Although I don't know why one would need to, but they opted yeah, no. to try to protect him a little bit by having him be uh, distracted by the gaze of Indy Hartwell, and mm-hmm. uh, I gave it a two. I give it a two and a quarter. Oh, okay. Uh, Grapple, yeah. Grapple, the arbiter of such things, has said 2.13. Okay. Um, post-match, uh, Indy really wants Loomis to kiss her. Yep. Um, and then the way gets in the way and carries Indy away. <laughs> There's a lot of, so. lot of saying way there, <laughs> but I appreciate it. Um, I, I had to. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then we got... Oh, go ahead. You have something to say. Sorry. Oh, no. Uh, really nothing of importance other than... I still don't really like this storyline no. between the way no, and no, no. Dexter Loomis and... Yeah, none of this stuff is working no. for me. This, to me, reminded me of when, like, Rusev and Lana, like, broke up or, like, were fighting and she was, like, making out with someone else on TV. And it was, like, real yeah. awkward and weird. And I was like, what yeah. is, why is this a thing? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Um, but then we get um, a really cool segment next. And uh, Beth Phoenix sits, um, sits down with EO um, to talk about her title reign. I thought this was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so EO goes, um, is going to rest for a moment, she says, but... She's going to be ready to take on Raquel when she gets back. And then 
dumb Frankie comes in and interrupts with her dog, kind of insults Beth. Beth had a yep. fantastic facial reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then pisses off Eo. So, like, I'm ready for that match to happen. Yeah, she's um, coming in and, and just insulting everybody. Yeah. And then Eo ends it by saying she's a cat person. So, like, <laughs> I could see her being a cat person. Yeah, me too. Um, I feel like that sort of fits. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we get our, well, I guess it's our second match now, technically. Yep. Um, we get Bree Zango comes out as kind of like the Royal Guard. Yes. Um, and they're going against Grizzled Young Veterans because I guess that's how you, uh, yeah, they're, you insult them. I don't know. I suppose, um, uh, uh <laughs> I guess loyalists to the crown are the Grizzled Young yes. Vets. They're very offended by this. Yeah. Gibson's offended by anything. Yeah, though. a bunch of ignorant yanks. Yes, yeah, so he comes out with his microphone, refers to Brazango and their daft cosplay. <laughs> I just love how he says daft. He's awesome. Um, he is. Um, everything just kind of breaks down before it starts, but then Gibson and Breeze, they have a really, really good back and forth. Breeze gets in some good offense. Gibson suplexes Fandango once he's in. Um, Fandango does the flip over the top rope to the outside because he does it every every time. Um, then Drake, the referee, is calling um, for a moment because Drake, the wrestler, hurt his knee. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it wasn't really bad. There's just a lot of Drakes there, so I felt like I could say it all. <laughs> um, Drake and Breeze are in against each other, and Breeze um, unleashes on everyone, gets Gibson into the plexiglass on the outside. But the grizzled young veterans get the tic- ticket to mayhem to pick up the win. Yeah, this was a this was a fun match. Um, I think it was. They had a real. I th- I think I keep forgetting how good Breezango is, and then I see them and I'm like, yeah, oh, don't don't slip into obscurity again. Like, <laughs> yeah, please be around. <laughs> um, they they were good together. I liked mm-hmm. I liked Wade Barrett. Uh, sort of siding with Breezango. He's like, I'm I'm British and I I thought it was fun. He's like, maybe he's well, he's half American now, he says, because he's uh Yeah. He's, he's a he's, citizen. He's got a citizen. I don't so here's the thing though, I never understand because Wade Barrett seems to not stick with always rooting for the the heels. Yeah, I, I can't really confused. Yeah, I can't really tell <laughs> whose side he's on. Sometimes I feel like it shifts every week sometimes. It does. Which is also the part of the thing I like about it, because at least it's not so formulaic. I'm like, all right, I'll give it to him. I think he just speaks from his heart sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I can accept that a little bit better from a commentator who is less of a character on the show than the actual character. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to know where the characters stand, like where their stories yeah. stand. Um, but I'm okay with a, I'm okay with the commentator sort of. Yes, absolutely. Going back and forth a little bit, but I like this match. Uh, right, team one. Grizzled yes. Young Vets need to continue their path towards another championship match, and a win will help them with that. I went two and three quarters. Same. Okay, excellent. Grapple says we are wrong, though, by a couple of percentage points, and only gave it a 2.58. Okay, well... We're close. Not horribly... Not horrible off, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Indy's backstage with Mackenzie, um, and but the way comes in to break it break it up before it even starts. Yes. Um, Reed then comes in to interrupt because he still wants to go after the North American Championship. I keep forgetting um, he's Australian, so when when he speaks he and I hear his accent, I'm like, whoa, oh yeah, oh right. yeah. Um, 
But Theory's like, you have to get through me first. So yeah, Johnny that's Gargano. <laughs> this show was filled with the way trying to uh, the kids in the way uh, getting in the way of the adults uh, from the way. So in this case, it's Johnny Gargano who's all excited to tell Bronson Reed to get to the back of the line. He had his title match. He lost it. He's not going to get another one anytime soon. And Austin Theory is so excited. He's like, I've done one even better. I went to Mr. Regal and I said, uh, if Bronson Reed wants another championship match, he's going to have to go through me first. And you can see the life drained from Johnny Gargano's eyes because he knows like, that's not what, what we were doing. Yeah, he knows us. He knows Austin Theory has no chance against Bronson, Bronson Reed. He will surely lose and he will then have to give this giant man another championship match. Chip match. He was yep. very disappointed. Yep. So can't wait to see that. That's next week, apparently. Yeah. Johnny Gargano continues to be great, even if oh, he's yeah. in a even if he's in a role that I don't like him in. He does great in it. He fully commits and embraces. So yep. I love him for that. Mm hmm. Um, now we get the Zoe Stark versus Saray. Very odd. Thought this would have been our main event. Like you're building up a new character. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> uh, I love Saray's entrance music, though. Mm -hmm. That was fun yep. and cheery. Cool entrance. And, like, yeah. What I wanted. Um, I thought Zoe, Zoe looked very, very good in this match. Very yes. strong. Um Lots of backbends happening, um, uh, bridging, those kinds yeah. of things. Um, the crowd's the crowd is behind Saray very quickly, so that was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, Saray gets in two big drop kicks, then a suplex into a bridge pin. Um, Zoe goes for a 450, which was kind of amazing. Yep. Saray moved out of the way, and Zoe like kind of it looked like she landed a bit awkwardly, but like I don't. I think maybe it was just me watching from home because I was like, oh my God, that mm -hmm. looked painful. Yeah. Um, but she was still in it. Um, Saray gets a spinning heel kick and then a suplex for the win. So I guess that's how she wins matches, which was kind of cool. Yeah, not surprising that she won. And I No, thought, not at all. I thought Saray looked good in this match, mm -hmm. but I was really surprised at how good Zoe Stark looked in this match. Yes. Uh, she, I think she's... I like her. I think she's good. I think they have to like figure out how to open her up. You know, yeah. like she's she she's gonna be awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, I agree. I, I was super impressed. They had a really fun match. Uh, I'm looking forward to both of them. I it'll be curious to see what they find for Saray kind of going forward. Uh, they mm -hmm. they made a point to talk about Asuka and yep. Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai and yep. uh, all of them and all, all three of those women very talented wrestlers but yes. uh, one thing uh, that they either had coming in or didn't have right away um, and it took them finding it before they really took off was some sort of personality or character or um some well of charisma from somewhere. So Asuka kind of had it right away. She had like from her debut in NXT, she had okay. a presence and like a 
like just like a physical charisma but even when she started talking and even when her promos were mostly just in Japanese like there was still you could just feel the character coming off of her um right. Kyrie Sane obviously came in with like a built-in character she was the the pirate princess and she was adorable and the way she would sell through matches and stuff like she sort of had a thing coming in when EO first came in she really didn't have she was Io Shirai, who was like the best woman. Yeah, the high flyer, who was the best women's wrestler in Japan when they brought her. But she really, like, you notice she didn't really, really take off until she went to like dark, crazy psycho Io Shirai. And that's when everything clicked into place for her. Um, yeah. I get the same sort of early Io vibes from Saray, where like she's adorable. She has a cool, like her entrance is good and stuff and her matches are good, but I'm not sure there's a thing there yet. Um, Maybe. Well, I feel kind of the same about Zoe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel the same. I feel the same as well. I, I think the thing that strikes me about Zoe is that, I mean, I sort of get what they're doing. Like they see something in her and they're putting oh, no, in I her. Think she... I agree. I think they're, but I think they're the same in that, like, they're, they'll have good matches. They're good yeah. wrestlers, but I don't think they have defined yeah. characters yet. Like, I feel yeah. like Zoe, I think she could be like a gymnast or a girl next door, like, very mm -hmm. easily, but that's, they're not quite going that way, you know? I like, so yeah. there's. I feel like yeah. she's ready for it, though. Like, when I see her in the oh, ring, yeah. I'm like, she, I think she's already ready to start doing stuff with her. Like, she's already good yeah. enough, I think. But yeah, um, I really like this match. I gave it a three. I did too. Grapple gave it a three point one three. Wow. Okay. So mm -hmm. we all we all like the ladies' match this week. Yes. Um, post match though, Tony Storm comes out and slams Zoe into the plexiglass. Mad She's about so her mad. loss. Yeah. Yeah, because Zoe beat her. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Saray comes over um to Zoe's aid because you know. They're all nice people and yes. do that. Um, but I'm excited to see Tony and, and um, uh, Zoe again. Yep. They had a really good match. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, next, we get um, Raquel and Dakota backstage. Raquel isn't afraid of what EO said. Dakota said um, that they sent her on, that they sent EO on a vacation because that was the last match that they had. Yeah. Um, best comment by Dakota about Mercedes wanting a shot at the title and Daco Dakota wants to study at, uh, study witchcraft and wizardry at Hogwarts, but we can't <laughs> always get what we want. Yeah. Back so, to being bad guys this week. Yeah. I'm okay with this. And, uh, Dakota just saying, well, Mercedes has to go through me. So. Yep. And that's a match again, for next week. It is. Um, we get uh, the the ladies of the way backstage. Candace is telling Indy not to be distracted, but immediately um, becomes distracted because Dexter Loomis is creepily behind some glass door, like yeah. frosted glass door. Um, and uh, and Indy stops. Candace keeps walking, and she then runs into Ember and Shotzi, um, who point out that Indy's no longer next to her. Yes. Um, and then they drag Candace into a hallway or something, and we never see her again. So yeah, they, I don't know what Ember, Ember and Shotzi are doing. Cause, they beat uh, the life out of her. They like they drag her into a room and shut the door, and it sounds like they're beating the life out of her, which is not really the good guy thing to do, especially since they have a two-on-one advantage over yeah, poor Candace. But that is... 
That is what it is. Yes. Um, and next we get Kushida. Hey, so, yes. Apparently there was a lot of good press from last week about him winning the belt. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's further changing his character. He comes out barefoot. He has like those little like yoga sacks on with no feet, no heels. Yeah. Not really sure what that's all about. Turning but more into MMA Kushida. Yeah. Yeah. His his trunk safe time splitter. Yes. So it is what it is. He issues an open challenge and Oni Lorkin comes out. Yes. Did not realize he was also under 205, but I guess it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget that Lorkin can really probably work with anybody and yeah. have like a decent match. Like, Yeah. I thought this match was really, really good. Yeah. I thought this was good. And he uses his, because he may be under 205, but he's probably taller than most people. Mm-hmm. And he uses his long legs to his advantage, which like good for him. Um, and he's able to like, keep up with Kushida on the holds which is pretty amazing um and then Kushida kicks Lorkin in the face with his like barefoot and I'm just like and then Lorkin goes falling off the ropes to the floor and I'm like yes that's probably what you should do when the man kicks you in the face barefoot yep escape (laughs) Um, there's some, Kushida gets some really big offense in here though big um, jumping elbows mm. um, L- Lorkin able to get out of the hoverboard lock a few times and then Lorkin with these huge ch- uh, chops and Kushida's chest is red like they look like Walter did them like yeah. that's how much power was like I think did Kushida say to him like just hit me as hard as you can like I feel like that's what happened <laughs> I mean maybe he did but I think like that's just like Oni Lorkin hits pretty hard damn um, I would like to see an Oni Lorkin Walter match now that I think about it that would be pretty it would be all legs yep. Um, <laughs> but Kushida though uses the, the pain um, to fuel him and um, is able to get the hoverboard lock on and uh, Lorkin taps and yes. Kushida retains, which is right. Yep, definitely um, the right maneuver. Uh, yeah. For sure. I fun, and I like that the cruiserweight title is like I don't know, like important? Like, yeah, they're doing something with it. <laughs> yeah, I love I'd, it. <laughs> I actually wouldn't mind seeing Kushida do open challenges. It doesn't have to be every week. Obviously, yeah. next week it won't be because of the the well, aftermath, to- but... Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't mind seeing a few uh, regular open challenges. And this was certainly much better. I don't know why they didn't just announce that Kushida was going to issue an open challenge. Instead of them saying, you know, ce- celebrate Kushida's win by watching him on did NXT, say that there was going to be an open yeah. challenge. I feel like they should have said that because that would have that would have oh. piqued my interest more, but they didn't. Um, oh, I, gotcha. I, I mean, on the internet when they were hyping Got next it. week, when they were hyping this show, yeah, they just they made a vague reference to Kushida being on the show. But gotcha. they absolutely should have said, like, he's going to issue an open challenge. Tune in to find out who accepts. Like, that would have <laughs> piqued my interest. Um, yep. But that's okay. I was watching the show anyway. Uh, maybe they think Jacqueline, everybody who follows them on Twitter, has an NXT podcast. And they will be watching the show no matter what. Uh, mm-hmm. So they don't have to announce anything at a time. Probably, I they're like, we're on Tuesdays now. Everyone watches us. Yeah, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that's the case. 
But yeah, I, I, I would have maybe announced the open challenge ahead of time. But I really liked the match. Right person won, of course. And uh, I went three and a quarter. Oh, wow. I went really low compared to you. I went two and a half. Oh, wow. Is it the bare feet thing? Is it just like maybe, a complete turn maybe. away? Yeah. It, like, it, I, it, made, it grossed me out a little bit. Maybe. 3.16 from Grapple. They liked <laughs> okay, it less than very- me, too. We're very far apart. Uh, post-match, Escobar comes out to distract Kushida, but Wild and Mendoza jump Kushida from behind because of course they do. Yep. Go to town on him, but then MSK runs out to help. Um, Kushida throws Escobar out of the ring by his tie, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and next week, uh, it's not announced yet in the episode, but it's announced to the world, and we get a six-man tag match with Legado del Fantasma versus MSK and Kushida. And I am super excited. That is going to be fun. (laughs) Yeah, very much looking forward to that one. And that needs to be the, the, whatchamacallit? The main event for sure. Yes. Um, Mercedes, again, she's ready for a response from Raquel, saying that um, Raquel is in Dakota's shadows. Um, And so, yeah. So Mm -hmm. I guess... We're building up Mercedes here. Yep. And I like Mercedes. She's tough. So I think it's going to be a fun, it'll be a bunch of fun matches with her and Dakota so. and yep. then her and Raquel. Mm-hmm. Agreed. We're we're back to seeing the way Candace looks rough. Gumming her hair. Just not, not in a good way. No. And then Indy comes in and said <laughs> she spoke to Regal um, and they're getting a shot at the tag team title Um belt soon um yes. and candace just not happy with this does so, not and, care yeah yeah i'm wondering if there's going to be a breakdown in the way right like yeah that's that, i feel like it's coming the parents are so sick of these kids jacqueline yeah um you know but, every parent you know every parent i think can relate a little bit uh but to this. unlike real unlike having them be your actual children these ones are already adults so like <laughs> yes. grow up <laughs> You are not six. (laughs) Uh, Wrestling super weird. It is. Uh, Next, we get Everrise, because they're still a thing. Yep. Versus Imperium. So we already know who's winning. Yeah. Um, We see a little (laughs) video of them um, speaking in the corner. And Imperium um, will expand to fulfill their quest of global domination. Yes. So... I'm ready for that to happen. Yeah. Everrise oh. is never not rising. So even with this loss, Jacqueline, they will continue to rise. Forever. Yeah. Never ending. Um, yep. And all I have to say about this match is Eichner is amazing. Bartel is fantastic. Like, just, I want to see more of them. So I'm still glad that they're still here. Yeah. Um, And Eichner just does, like, I don't know. He's just so good. And Bartel mm-hmm. is so, like, lanky, also very good. Yes. I don't know. I just really like them together. Um, and then Alexander Wolf is on the outside. And Dane comes out at one point. Um, and then Drake Maverick comes out to stand up for his partner, but Dane carries him off. Yes. Um, so he's like, no, don't get involved with these bad men. Yes. Um, and then... Uh, and then the match kind of ends for a second while that all is going on, but then Bartel tags in. They get the drop thing off of Eichner's shoulders and yeah, win. The European um, bomb. Oh, thank you. I had no idea what it was called. Yes. Um, 
it, not too much happened in this nah. match, though. It wasn't like a real match. It basically a squash, essentially. Um, but I exactly. like I like um, Imperium a lot, especially oh, yeah. Eichner and Bartel. Um, and therefore, I gave them an extra quarter. So it lands at two and a quarter. I gave it a two. Excellent. Uh, 1.95 from Grapple. So we're back closer. Yes. And also, Dane and Thatcher are going to be the North American arm of Imperium, right? Quite, Is that where we're building to? Like, I feel possibly. like that's where we're building to. Yeah, unless hey, unless they want to throw a curveball and it's Drake Maverick that joins Imperium. Uh, maybe three of them. Hey, maybe. I mean, you do need, I think you would need more than two people, but. You would. Yeah. yeah. That would be fun to see Drake Maverick in a heel Yes, very serious. Position. Arms behind yes. the back, Drake Maverick. Yeah, I think he could pull it off. <laughs> um, next we get um our main event. We see Kyle O'Reilly walking to the ring. He runs into Cross, um, just staring each other down. So I guess yes. this is who's going to be the next opponent, like the built up one. It has been heavily teased, yes. Yeah, so now we get this. Um, so O'Reilly versus Grimes. There's a lot of, lot of holds, a lot of back and forth. Not a whole lot happens here early. Um, Kyle with a knee to the jaw and then a slap to the face. I don't know why the knee to the jaw thing is like in every match of his now, though. I'm like, okay. I mean. I get it. It yeah. happened once. It's that a you callback. Broke so much jaw. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to happen in every single match. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the jawbreaker. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. So, uh, what happened? Oh, th- yeah. More holds, more flipping. Grimes with the German suplex. Bounces Kyle out of the ring. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Grimes going for Kyle's neck because there was a whole story relying around his neck I, I, or something. Jaw, I don't know. Um, yeah. I really... What I did... There was a lot... This finally started to pick up a little bit in the middle. A lot of kicks, a lot of offense. Um, they do that Spanish fly move in the um, in the middle of the ring, which I don't feel like you see Kyle do things like that very often, so that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle gets either a spine buster or a German suplex and a flying knee to the back, like what, like what he does off the, the rope, and that's how he wins. So yes. I guess he's a knee guy. Yeah, he's a big into the knee strikes. Is he Kyle? He really is the the King Kong knee drop. Uh, I think it was called by somebody else in Japan who uses the the knee drop for the finisher. But love it. Uh, yeah, I I like this match. This was uh, up there with me f- with like the um, the Kushida match and the Saray match. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought I, I definitely thought this match was good. Obviously, Kyle was going to be winning this. Oh yeah, for um, sure. I thought this might have gone a little too long. It's possible. Um, yeah, I, it, it's. I mean, yeah, it's debatable. I mean, I had fun with it. I liked it. I went three and a quarter. I uh, went a full three. Okay, I mean, so we're pretty close on that one. Yeah. Uh, Grapple says three point three six. Wow. What? I feel like we were more together than we were apart on this episode. I do, too. Grapple, I think, likes Grimes. Yes. I mean, we should all like Cameron Grimes, I think. Yeah. 
Um, What's really funny, um, sorry, it's kind of related to their beginning um, yeah. exchange, but I was reading this article and it was talking about NFTs and it said something about like Grimes sold NFTs, whatever. And I'm like, oh, Cameron Grimes again made money off of this. Not realizing that there was also a singer named Grimes. Like I was. Yes. <laughs> it's everywhere. Well, um, I'm like, what am I becoming? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're not going to. I'll save everybody the agony of talking about NFTs. Uh, no, yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> uh, no, we've, we've got a podcast to close out. Um, yes. So we've got three matches announced for next week, which is a nice improvement over not announcing anything ever. Yeah. So now we've got some things to look forward to. And dare I say, I believe I look forward to pretty much all of it. Yeah, um, and the other thing that Twitter announced is that um, Adam Cole will be on the mic. Oh, they're going to hand Adam Cole a microphone. So not only do we get some good matches, but we also get maybe some good promos. Yeah, we're going to hear what's uh, what's next in the, the Adam Cole-Kyle O'Reilly saga. Because obviously Kyle coming out at the beginning of the show to say, I'm, I've moved past Adam Cole is definitely code for you have not moved past Adam Cole. Like, not in Adam Cole's mind. Uh, he is yeah. he is not done. I am in, I'm in your brain. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm excited for, I'm excited for the matches uh, next week. And uh, especially uh, the, the six man. So. Yeah, that's it, the main event. It sure is. I mean, it better be. Uh, everybody, in the meantime, you can head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. If you're so inclined, we also have a, a Patreon that is up. Uh, Patreon.com slash cinemageekly. Uh, let me see what else. Uh, if you're done checking out the archives of the show, you've caught up with all things NXT. Um, if you've listened to the incredibly wonderful earlier years or it, it doesn't feel like we've been doing this for years but i i guess we have um yeah well if you're still with us to this point uh then i recommend uh heading over to uh, apple podcast google podcast stitcher or spotify uh where you can search for what comes nxt and hit subscribe and that way you can join us next time when we talk about more wwe nxt on the USA and the Peacock, uh, where we will be discussing Kushida and MSK against Legato del Fantasma. Oh, Legato yeah. del Fan <laughs> Legato del Fantasma. I'll just edit that. Nobody will know. <laughs>